What's up, guys? On today's Two Beers Deep, we're going to introduce Greg to NBA free agency since he missed it on his jet-setting adventure. We're going to talk a little Dynasty football because I have my draft this month, and I want to just bring it up and talk about it. A little NHL free agency, a little Gold Cup, a little World Cup, a little baseball. We got the All-Star weekend this weekend, right? Uh, yep, coming up this weekend. Beautiful. So let's get into it. Three, two, one. The action. Thank you guys for tuning in to Two Years Deep again. Deacon Greg, as always, but uh, it was, I mean, I, okay, so I knew we hadn't talked about it, didn't hear from you all day, and I, it wasn't that I was going to be disappointed or mad or anything, I just didn't think we were going to get this episode, Greg. No, man, I had to drive, uh, what, 90 on uh, I-90 from <laughs> Buffalo all the way here to make sure that... Uh, what time did you get back? You look tan, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate it. It was very, very <laughs> sunny and hot in Canada this past weekend. By the way, happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Today is Canada's birthday. Um, Our favorite day. <laughs> but um, uh, I just got back around 5 o'clock, actually. I dropped Sarah off at her apartment, and then I came right over. So, yeah, long, long drive. Long weekend. Um, I think it was uh, it was a mix of things. I was glad I went to Niagara Falls to see all this stuff, but in hindsight, I wish I would have stayed in Toronto. I just I loved it there. Yeah, we, yeah. we got so we got explain your trip. We got very little time in Toronto. Um, so we drove up to Niagara Falls on Friday. Um, kind of hung out there for a little bit. Um, on the Canadian side, obviously, I got to go to Niagara Brewing Company. Had, yeah, that was your one thing. You said I want to go to one brewery. Had two flights. As soon as I got there, nice. I was very, eight beers. I was very, very happy with myself. Uh, walked along the Canadian edge of the falls, which was very I love nice. The Canadian side. It's very nice. Uh, we did um, journey behind the falls, so like we oh, got to cool. go. So we, we got to go one. down. We had a poncho on right next to the falls and all that. I think Sarah got some pictures of us with it. And then, um, yeah, that was about that was about it for Friday. Uh, we were just. I didn't really want to do much because I was driving all day, so that wasn't really much in the cars yeah. there. Saturday we um, Saturday we were up early, got breakfast, um, went to this like little area called Dufferin Islands, which I guess was like this uh, man-made near the falls. Still, yeah, it was like a little further up the falls. Uh, it was like this man-made area that um, was supposed to be like a nature preserve. Um, there wasn't too much there going on i don't know if it was because it was early or something but we were there for like an hour or two then went all the way to the other side of the falls went to a whitewater walk which is like this which they built like this um this boardwalk down on like mm-hmm. the side of the rapids they That's were awesome. able to walk along like a mile and a half down just to see what it was i did get splashed by niagara river so there's <laughs> that um got back to the hotel kind of <laughs> relaxed for a little bit because it was hot as hell yeah um, went to dinner at the, the keg steakhouse at the embassy suites. It was overlooking the falls. It was really nice. nice. Yeah. Then we got, we ate at the IHOP dude. <laughs> there were six IHOPs in Niagara Falls. Yep. Six. Yeah. That was amazing. Still not enough. I, I, it blew my mind how many I saw there, but, um, no, we got dinner. Then uh, went down to the falls at night. Cause what they do is they have this led board that lights up the falls from yeah. both the American and the Canadian side. Uh, saw fireworks there, and then um, we were done for the day. Uh, woke up the next morning, uh, drove to Toronto because we, we went to the zoo. Toronto yeah. Zoo is huge. Is oh, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? It was, zoo it was, was dope? It was huge, very, very big. Um, surprised by a couple things. One, there it was very crowded, very crowded, and um, two, there were no elephants. I thought that was their thing. They do not have elephants. I was very. Oh, no, that, I didn't. No, I take that back. I thought they would have that. No, they they do not. They do have white lions though, which were very very cool. Um, white claws. Yes, very very dope. <laughs> uh, then we drove to Toronto, where I sent you the picture from Graffiti Alley, which yep. was awesome. It was Love really Graffiti really cool Alley. to see. Uh, we didn't get a chance to spend too much time in uh, Toronto, um, unfortunately. And then uh, we drove back, and uh, we were we were done for our day. It was. Did you get poutine? No, we did not. I feel um, like it was too hot for poutine. It, it, it was, yeah. Um, by the time we got to Toronto, um, Sarah was kind of tired, so we just decided to go back home. So, well, home is in like our hotel, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you stay in? You stayed in Toronto. We stayed. No, no, we stayed in Niagara Falls. Oh, so you just drove? Wow. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but yeah. So in hindsight, I kind of wish that I would have. What was the plan for? Is it because you're closer? 
We were close to the border, and because, like, I thought because it's cheaper, but in reality, like... The gas and the food and shit. Well, yeah, like, I regret not staying in Toronto, just because I feel like there would have been so much more to do. Yep. But... And, yeah, I guess that's how it ended oh, well. up. But it, it I mean, was, you'll just have to go back. No, yeah, absolutely. I want to go back to Toronto really badly, so that was that was fun. It kind of sucks we only got to stay in the downtown area for a little bit. Like, we were only in the fashion district for, like, maybe 15 minutes, and then we went back. It kind of sucked. Oh, I forgot about another thing. We went to um the distillery distillery district. Oh, I didn't know that, that was a thing. Yeah, it's on, the, um, it's on the far, like, other end of Toronto. It's, like, this um, area that used to be a whiskey distillery, and they kind of opened up the area put like some shops in there i think there's apartments down there but um we ate at um mill street brewery down there nice. they have a beer hall down there that was pretty cool too. good beer yeah not bad a lot of organic stuff yeah delicious damn you canada actually. yeah so yeah i went to two breweries this weekend so i'm happy there it is yeah so yeah it was a good weekend i'll nice. say that um so let's 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 start off here with uh telling you everybody that you missed I tried so. to I tried to get her like a running list because like I was at breakfast, which by the way I was at IHOP for breakfast this morning. I <laughs> gotta IHOP. say, I was at breakfast. Uh, they had they had TSN on on like one of the ta- on like one of the um, TVs. I was like squinting at as I was eating my breakfast, and I was trying to like follow along with everything that went. And I was like, what? Yeah. Whoa, huh? And then yeah, that was about it. Um, I do have a couple of like just right off of the bat takes from the stuff I have seen so far. So uh, the bat takes, yeah. The fact that the Nets decided—I have nothing wrong with them going all out for KD, but I hate the fact that they got Kyrie and yeah. DeAndre so Jordan. so hate give it. me uh, hate it. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through this list. This is a New York Times article I just pulled up that is going through okay. all. I think it goes through. Oh, yeah. there's a lot of names here. Okay, Every, everyone's pra- wow. everyone's praising the Nets for this too. Like I, I cannot stand two of those two of those so decisions. Durant announces a max contract to the Nets. Yeah. Um, Kyrie Irving signs with the Nets, which actually they both accepted less money for DeAndre Jordan to get ten million a year, which I think it was I think it was cool because they're all really. It's funny because you always need to, everybody's really good friends, but Durant and Kyrie have always kept in touch. And when DeAndre Jordan was going through his stuff with Milwaukee. Um, he texted Kevin Durant that whole time, which yeah. is something that Maria Shelbourne uh, was talking about in ESPN, which I thought was cool at least. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like um, it, it proves that friendships make teams. Um, Kemba Walker will leave the Charlotte Hornets for the Boston Celtics you knew about. I love that move. Love yep. that move, actually. And Kemba said I gave uh, Charlotte every chance to do it, and they just wouldn't resign me for the match. And, you know, it happens. Uh, the Knicks, surprise signing. Julius Randle, yeah. I think it's $63 million deal. <laughs> um, that is their big signing. It, James Dolan needs cut yeah. from the team. Um, the excuse for not offering KD a max is insane. Because they weren't sure about his recovery, but like... But like, it's just, it's one year. Yeah, and it's Kevin it's Durant. It's one year. No, James Dolan just didn't want to pay money, so he literally just was letting that ride. Yeah, no. Like, that's just an excuse out of, the, out of his piece of shit organization. Unless they're that confident in R.J. Barrett being like a once-in-a-generation type talent. I can understand that, but still, that's insane. Not yeah, offering and, KD and, the chance. And KD is a generational... Uh-huh. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll get it. Um, so, next one. James, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Did a sign-and-trade to the Miami Heat. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. I love that fit. Apparently, he turned down a five-year max offer from Philly. Really? Yeah, so the big play originally was like, oh, well, Philly must not have offered the money, and Minnesota wasn't going to offer the money, which is why you forced the trade, and the Bulls weren't going to offer the money, which is why he ended up in the... And it's a big, long list of him not getting the money. Yeah. Philly offered. He didn't want to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big one, whatever. I, I like that Miami Heat team I, a lot. I really like that fit. There's a lot of young and good defensive players on that team that kind of fit together. Terry Rozier takes over for Kemba Walker and Charlotte. Three-year, $58 million deal as their point guard. I don't hate that. He was always underappreciated in Boston, mainly Scary because they Terry. didn't they didn't need him. Yeah. Um, next one was D'Angelo Russell. Four years, $117 million to the Golden State Warriors. I freaking love that movie. Well, and I the thing that. is, I, I saw a it. bunch of rumors today on the Dan Patrick show that basically Golden State did this deal so they can trade him. Mm-hmm. And they signed him to be able to move him and get assets for him. That's, I mean, that's smart on their part if that's actually what it is. But even if they don't, Use him. That's still a great signing on their part. 100%. Um, next one, Andre Iguodala, Memphis Grizzlies. 
veteran presence on a love relatively it. young team. Yeah, love it. That does suck though, because I mean, he had his, some great years with yeah, Golden three State, titles so. in a MV, or MVP in the finals. Yeah, um, Al Horford, four years, ninety-seven million guaranteed, and twelve million in bonuses to the 76ers. How's he going to fit with Embiid on that one? I mean, he's going to play power. Mm, okay. Uh, Brett, my buddy Brett brought up a good point. He said, name a better, uh, front court. I said, personally, uh, you, you go and then I'll answer mine. Name a better front court. Oof. Um, I said one was Brooks and Giannis, depending if they play him small or big, but that and power, but like that's cheating. The other one that I they said, al- though, they also signed Robin too. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, the, the Lopez twins are now with Giannis actually. The other one that I said was, um, Rudy Gobert and Bojan Bogdanovic. Ooh, I saw that too. I saw that too. That was a nice pickup. And we'll bring that up. But that's my favorite front okay. court right now. Um, but anyways, let's keep going. Um, Trevor Ariza, Sacramento Kings, two years. Al Farouk Aminu, Orlando Magic, three years, 29 mil. Jeremy Lamb, three years, 31 and a half mil to the Pacers. Okay. And then the only relevant name out of the last three I've said, Ricky Rubio to the Suns, three years, 51 mil. I want to touch on something that you didn't see that I saw yesterday, actually, which I loved. It's going to be on this list, I bet. He probably was, but Malcolm Brogdon getting traded to the Pacers and signing four a four-year. $85 million. It's interesting for me. Why so interesting? Because the Bucks have one year to prove to Giannis that he shouldn't leave in free agency. Mm-hmm. And they decided to go older than younger because they could have signed Brogdon to this, but they signed Chris Middleton. They signed a couple older guys. Right. And I think they're going for a one-year shot. But Brogdon stretches the floor very well. Right. That I, three-pointer is something. That's a, that's an underrated backcourt with him and Oladipo. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, so some of the other names here, Garrett Temple to the Nets, not a big one. Thaddeus Young to the Bulls I like. Okay. Um, and Dwayne Dedman to the Kings. Uh, so we get down here. Bojan Bogdanovich to the Jazz. I love. Yeah, that's a great pickup for them. Bobby Porter to the Knicks. Daniel House to the Rockets. J.J. Redick. New Orleans Pelican. Oh, my God. They now have a shooting guard. They have a starting shooting guard, and he's going to stretch that floor, and Zion's going to be able to dunk all day. Oh, my God. David Griffin has literally just built an entire roster from nothing. From nothing. It's amazing. Um. Okay, i got to bring that up in a second. Okay. Um, last couple here. Derek Favors, New Orleans Pelicans. Favors is with the Pelicans. That's what it says here. There's oh, no money my. next to it. Wow. Uh, so it must have just been a trade or something. And that, That's Rob- an underrated pickup by them. Yep. And then here's Robin Lopez to the Bucks. You're right. And then Damari Carroll to the Spurs. To the Spurs, really? Yeah. Wow. And then arguably my favorite one so far. Okay. Hassan Whiteside to the Trailblazers. Whiteside got some flack, especially from the Heat this past year, because he wasn't really producing at the level that he could have. And when he yep. opted into his contract, it was like, okay, we got to figure out how to get out of this contract. Putting him in with the Blazers is a nice little pickup, too, because that's a contending team. Yep, and they uh, they had to send around, send away Mo Harkless and Miles Leonard Myers Leonard, excuse me. But I think he's better. Yeah, I don't. And then that. Uh, the last one here, Derrick Rose to the Pistons, two years, fifteen mil. Okay. They need scores. They need a point guard. It, it's interesting to me what's going to happen with Reggie Jackson, but with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, I love it. Mm-hmm. Any of the extensions that you saw from guys that are currently signed that uh, you wanted to point out? From those guys or from guys staying on their team? From guys staying on their team. So Clay Thompson, five year, one ninety. Dame, massive extension. Uh, Harrison Barnes. I want to be Harrison Barnes when I grow up. Four years, <laughs> 85 mil. He hasn't been good since he missed nine threes in the finals to let the Cavs win. <laughs> like, if Harrison Barnes hits two of those threes, yeah. the Cavs don't have a title. He's the greatest thing to come out of Iowa since, uh, God, I can't even think of anything to come out of Ohio except for corn. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dwight Powell, Chris Middleton resigned. I love that. Rodney Hood resigned. I love that. To the Trailblazers, Jamal Murray got a big extension. Mike Scott re-signed in Philly. Uh, Chris Stops, five-year extension in Dallas. I ben heard, Simmons extension, Terrence Ross extension. I heard of Vucevic in Orlando got re-signed too. Yep. Nice. nice Patrick Beverly got re-signed, and Tobias Harris got paid that money that Jimmy Butler didn't want. Are you surprised he got him, Max? Tobias? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. He's only like 26, mm-hmm. which I feel like he's been in the league for seven years. Yeah. I think it's because he was hidden for so long on a bad Pistons and then a terrible deep- magic. He was oh god he was on yeah, the he that. was on the Magic he was on the Pistons he was on the Clippers and then he was on the Sixers yeah Jesus hopefully he I mean he's good he's a good piece he stretches he's yeah. a good power forward I just you know 
We'll see. Um, yeah, a ton of signings here. I mean, George Hill and Brook Lopez re-signed, which Brook Lopez was a big one because mm-hmm. there was a lot of rumors about him moving. Um, and then Jonas Valachunas signs back to the Grizzlies. Okay. Whew. So I just want to point this out, too, that this is everything that we have continuously talked about with the NBA. It is a player-driven league, and if you want proof, literally just look at the number of signings that have happened and how much that has officially changed the landscape in the NBA. Yeah, overnight. the Brogdon one is a big question to me in a sense because it's not that he's not good, mm-hmm. but there's injuries there. Um, the Bucks didn't want to pay him, and nine times out of ten, if the team – I mean, normally this is more in football than anything – but if a team doesn't want to pay a guy, there's normally a reason. And it's could, not very often that the guy goes somewhere else, gets paid, and is better than I mean, could it, I mean, could it possibly be because they're thinking ahead and are looking like, okay, we have to sign Giannis to a max. They have to. They don't want to get into the luxury tax threshold, perhaps, because oh, they're a small market yeah. team. So maybe they kind of thought, okay, we have to trim something off, unfortunately, even though it could be a valuable piece. Yep, 100%. I yeah. think that's, uh, that's where their thought's at right there. Yeah, man. so... I think that's the mindset there. Although I think the Pacers got a lot better now. I really love that backcourt with Brogdon and Oladipo, and you still got Miles Turner there. Uh, Middleton, I'm surprised he got as much as he did. To be honest with you, I'm not. Just because if they're not going to sign Brogdon, then they have the money to sign Middleton. Yeah, I think, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think guys of the ones that actually got moved. I think Jimmy Butler landed in the best position possible. Uh, I think I saw Richardson is going to get moved to Philly, which yep. is... Which, he's, uh, he's there with the Jimmy Butler trade. Yeah, with the Jimmy Butler trade. Okay, I think Butler is going to fit in very nicely in Miami, especially with the way that Pat Riley kind of runs his well, program. Well, and there's no pressure in Miami for me, for Jimmy Butler. Like, there's pressure for him in Philly. Yeah, but... There's a title pressure. There's no title pressure in Miami. Yeah, but don't you think Jimmy Butler kind of wants the pressure at some point? Yeah, but he wants the pressure in the sense of he's going to be the guy. Right. I, I, I formally believe that he wanted a title and people, you know, and I still believe he wants a title. And mm-hmm. I'm not slouching. I mean, let's take a look at this Miami yep. roster. I'm not saying they're a bad roster. Right. I'm just saying that. Um, I think they also got out of uh, the Goran Dragic deal, too, because I think he got dealt. They did. Yeah. I think they have to do more things, but I mean, they got rid of Gordon, they got rid of Hassan, they got rid of Richardson, they still have Winslow, they have Derek Jones Jr., Kelly Olenek, Bam, Adebayo, Dion Waiters. Um, it, it just this is not a team of guys that's going to do anything. Mm-mm. But I mean, in the East, though, it is a team that could potentially make a run, though. Yeah, if they get lucky. Other ones: Seth Curry signed with the Mavericks, and um, Austin Rivers signed with the Houston Rockets. I saw those today too. Okay. Are you surprised Kawhi has not signed yet? No. Um, here's here's what it comes out though. Here's why the Lakers are going to be a laughing stock, in my opinion. Okay. Unless I mean they get Kawhi, whatever it is. The Lakers, if you have these three guys, say this, say Kawhi does go. Okay. There are, and I get it. You're like, well, these are these are thirty point a night guys. These are you know triple double type guys, once in a lifetime. But we let so many role players slip through the cracks. Right. Like so many that we don't have many people on the roster right are, now. are they legitimately just kind of putting all their eggs yes. in the Kawhi basket and then hoping and to God something happens? It's not that they're putting them all in there, but basically the way they're looking at it is if we do something, if we move, if we sign someone, if we get a big free agent that Kawhi hasn't told us to get, then that ruins and tarnishes the chance to get Kawhi. They have to wait for Kawhi because the cap space issue. Right. So they have to sit there and they have to be like, all right, well, is Kawhi coming? Let's see what happens. When in actuality, they lost out. I thought they should have signed Seth Curry. Yeah. Which- I thought they should have gone after Brogdon mm-hmm. and, and instead of Kawhi in a sense of because I get that Brogdon signed for way more than I thought he was going to sign for. But it's just a big concern. As a Lakers fan, that has to irritate you because what are the odds that you get held up by a franchise by a free agent ever? Like you should not be held no. up by that. You are the Lakers. You yeah. have that image right there. It should be a standard right there that everyone should want to come to play for you. But unfortunately, that's just not the case. Yeah, and and it's annoying in a sense because like we'll look at um, L.A. Lakers roster right now. And so, don't forget, you traded, like, three of your young depth players to be able to clear up cap space to get Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, we still have Rondo, Caruso, Lance, Reggie Bullock, Moritz Wagner, KCP, I think. No, I thought Moritz Wagner got traded to let's see someone else because they had, like, three younger players. They had to get depth guys yeah, out. Yeah, he got traded to the Washington? Yeah, it was Washington. Yeah. Um. Let's see who they acquired because he did, yeah I wanted Wagner still but they had to clear I think, the camp. I think it was just I, I honestly think it was just like cap space or yeah, like middle 100%, exception hundred you know? um, percent. 
Jones and Bonga. I'm trying to find these names. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Basically, what we're getting to is the simple fact that the Lakers gave up everything to sign a guy that's going to sell tickets and give hope again. Yep. Um, but you have no team around him. I mean, he's li- he's literally in the exact same position he was in New Orleans. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, he has LeBron, so he's not in the same position. That's he's true. in a much better quote unquote position. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just if they do not get Kawhi Leonard. There are not, like, let's look at available free agents, people that are still available. I'll see if I can find a list or something. Yeah. But if we don't get Kawhi, there's not many other options. No, there isn't. Which, as a Lakers fan, has to drive you mad because it's the fact that you are essentially building your entire pitch around <sighs> one guy. You haven't seen anything like this since LeBron's first free agency. Yeah. Whether, and, and normally, normally, the entire free agency waits for the number one guy to go. Right. And, again, KD thinks he's the number one guy, so he won. Um, uh, it, these are available free agents as of 312 today. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Okay. DeMarcus Cousins. Please okay. please no. Uh, <laughs> this guy I would target, Danny Green. Okay. Great stretch I three. Did, I did see something that Green's going to wait until Kawhi signs yep. before he signs. Because if he re-signs, Danny Green is going to go somewhere else. If right. Kawhi goes somewhere else, Danny Green will re-sign in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Kevin Looney, who I like a lot. Yeah. Good defender. Marcus Morris. Don't need him. Okay. I mean, good, solid, you know, 37% from three. You know he's a good three-point shooter. He's a good power forward. Just mm-hmm. don't need him. Um, and then you get down to, I mean, Willie Cauley-Stein, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Jabari Parker's there and injuries. Avery Bradley's there and, and too far gone. One guy that I actually would love to target. Okay, so on this list, it does have Rondo and KCP. So we lost both them to free agency if we don't bring them back. Okay. I would love to sign Emmanuel Moutier. Give him a chance. Yeah. The main reason is because if everyone str- – and I know people are going to go, oh, no, Moutier is bad. Moutier is bad. Moutier is better than Norris Cole. <laughs> That's very <laughs> that fair. Moutier, I personally love Alex Caruso. Moutier, mm. guess how old do you think Moutier is? He was drafted uh, – I think he was drafted like 18 pretty sure he's only been in the league I'd say 24 he's 23 okay which yeah but like the dude still has eight years in the league yeah like and he showed talent enough to be a first round pick and go to china absolutely and play. some other guys available in free agency right now i'm not even gonna say carmelo anthony uh <laughs> jeff green justin holiday tyus jones an interesting i would love player. tyus jones on very that. he's a restricted free agent but a very interesting player jared dudley a little bit older man kenneth farid great defender jordan bell restricted free agent but good center uh, fuck you, Ivik Zubak. Uh, <laughs> Boban Marjanovic, bring him in. Isaiah Thomas, Jeremy Lin, don't want either of them. Uh, Jonas Dragpo, mm. I'd think about, okay. but we have a lot of power forwards right now. Um, and then Ian Clark, Corey Brewer, two decent guards. Um, Quinn Cook, I would love Quinn Cook. Point guard out of Golden State there. Uh, Alex Caruso is a restricted free agent, but I think we'd resign. Patrick McCaw, who I actually like. Uh, Jose Calderon wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, even though he's about 50. <laughs> um, he always gets a job somehow, too. But but more what I'm getting at. So another guy here that actually I'm really surprised is a free agent right now is Dragan Bender. Marquise, really? Marquise Chris is a free agent. That's the Phoenix experiment just not working out, which is Yeah, which yeah. is crazy because they still are experimenting. I know. Um, <laughs> Sam Decker. Oh, I, I wouldn't hate that. Tabo Cephalosha. Another guy that I feel like always gets a job somehow. Yeah. Uh, Nick Stauskas. Uh, we got enough white guys. Nice three-point shot. Cameron Payne. Okay. Nice little rim. Nice little uh, some size down there. Yeah. I don't and, hate and, that. And Jerry and Grant out of Notre Dame. Okay. All of these guys, though, what I'm getting at is they didn't have the last year that Seth Curry had. They right. didn't have a lot of these other free agents' um, abilities to prove themselves so far. And I think the Lakers are going to pick up a lot of... I mean, we're probably going to sign back Rondo and Caruso and a lot of these guys that you sit there and you're like, this is not a championship team. This doesn't excite you. This is not something where you can have Anthony Davis and LeBron James and lead yourself to a title. You need better role players around them in order to make it work. And right now you don't. Yeah. And hopefully I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Hmm. Um I don't know. I, I love NBA free agency. I think it's crazy, but this has been some of the craziest moments in my sports. I always fandom. have to like take a second look at the numbers because it kind of like boggles my mind. But then I, when I think about it, it's like okay, there's not a lot of guys that are making that much money. So when you look at it and the guys who do make the money, it's like okay, that's pretty cool. Frank Kaminsky has agreed to a two-year, ten million dollar deal with the Suns. That just broke. Hmm. 
Jordan really hates paying dudes, huh? <laughs> um, love that. I wonder who is who is even on the Hornets anymore after that. Like Golden State is moving Shabazz Napier, Trevor Graham to cash to Minnesota. The source is Toby Spiend. Um, jeez. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Clippers are get a future first-round pick and take on. Oh, they take on Harkless. I apologize. Okay. Um, but they have enough money to sign Kawhi's in there. Uh, yeah, Harkless is going to the Clippers, which is uh, from Miami. I mean, it's just it's just. But here's the thing, though. Even if the Clippers miss out on Kawhi, they still have that's a number of they still have depth options there that they can make it work. They may not have the star player, but it could still work out for them. That's. In my mind, the big difference yeah, is that you look at the Lakers team. If they miss out on Kawhi, yeah, they have two of the top five players in the league. But what they don't have is enough people to field a team. Yeah, You take away Kawhi from the Clippers, they still have the team that took Golden State in the playoffs. Right. On. And obviously they lost, mm-hmm. duh, but they took them on in the playoffs. So your theory about uh, D'Angelo Russell potentially getting dealt from the Warriors is like a thing. I mean, who would you look at as a – team that Lakers take it on the Lakers really if we miss out on Kawhi yeah and we trade for D'Lo <laughs> we will give away every pick that we did not give away for Anthony Davis and the Lakers will never have another first round pick that's very disheartening all, and, and, and Greg I cannot say this enough this is all because we signed LeBron yeah it is I said this from the start and everyone's like why are you not excited is it because this is ruining the Lakers yep. for me. Like, this is, I get it. It's fun to watch LeBron. LeBron's really good. I understand that. But we have no first round picks. Yep. We have no young players, except for Kyle Kuzma, who thank God we didn't trade him. Yeah. We lost our coach. Magic Johnson left, which mm-hmm. is that whole situation is different. I think right. that was going to happen eventually, anyways. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me that that young core and Luke Walton and adding these couple pieces that we got. Wouldn't have been awesome. There's a reason why David Griffin was savvy enough to try to get first-round picks that were so far ahead because he is banking on a decline for the Lakers. Yeah, this. And the way it's looking right now, it's probably going to happen. And it's it's one of those things where, like, I was – and I have not – the Lakers haven't been good since before Kobe's – probably his Achilles injury. Even at the end. I mean, Kobe's last game was one of the greatest moments in sports. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is the Lakers have been through turmoil year after year after year right. after year. I think – I mean, part of it was kind of because Kobe kind of, like, held them. He crippled in, them. He crippled them. Four-year 80 mil contract. Yeah. When he, he did not, had nothing left in the, in the tank. But it was, like, it, it was like a thank you contract. 100%. Yeah. And that's the same reason that Jor, or that uh, Jorgen Klingsman didn't bring Landon Donovan to the World Cup. He said, in America, you pay players for what they have done. He mm-hmm. said, in Europe, we pay players for what they're going to do. Right. He said, why would I pay this guy for something he has done when it's just going to cripple it? And he brought up Kobe's contract. Yeah. And it's one of the things that you sit there and you're like, okay, that did cripple the team for a little bit. That, that 100% did. did. 100%. Mm-hmm. But this LeBron James situation in LA tells us that the Lakers are either going to try to win in the next four years or they are a complete failure. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I would put a lot of money down that they're a complete failure. If there were Vegas odds on LeBron not getting a title in the five years there, I want to know what they are. And I would, I actually am going to look that up after this. Wow. Just annoying. Which is crazy. Cause I mean, you did even say that you were taking applications for, to be a fan of another franchise. If they would have signed, um, Ty Lue, then I was, I was gone. Yeah. I was done. I was gone until LeBron left because I, the, the reason I got drawn to the Lakers was Kobe and the showtime and Gasol and, that team, I mean, even back in the day with with Shaq and Derek Fisher, like mm-hmm. I remember playing NBA Heat with Shaq on the cover. Oh, I love the Lakers because they were better than you. Yep. It wasn't just because they were the best team, and it wasn't just because Kobe was the best at the time. It was because the Lakers were better than you. Right. That hasn't been true in a long time. No, it is not. And this free agency just adds to that mantra um let's get off this topic let's talk uh have you followed anything in hockey free agency i have not i can bring um, up the instagram story that josh else has and let's see if you know some of these names but i do not i got know. i got a little bit of a snippet of uh, some moves that happened today yeah apparently it's a big deal in canada so it was all over tvs when some news broke today so i knew i knew some stuff when some news broke i knew when some news broke yes what do you mean by that Oh, just like some rumors that circulated. Like I saw. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. like I like I saw stuff about you know the Maple Leafs making a trade to clear cap space out. I saw the Habs trading Andrew Shaw back to Chicago. I saw uh, some news about so 
I heard about uh, Artemi Panarin apparently getting offered a ridiculous contract by Columbus at before midnight last night, and then he decided to still bolt, which I thought was hilarious. So the ones that Josh put on the story today. Okay. Jimmy Vesey to Buffalo. Okay. I don't, I don't know hate who that, that. Is. Uh, We got Brandon Tenev for six years. Yeah, there were a lot of people that were surprised about that because he's kind of a, he's a bottom six guy who had his best offensive year last year, but... It, in terms of like his advanced stats, he was probably in the negative differential in every single offensive category. So they they I saw Penn's Twitter like blew up at this because they looked at it as another Jack Johnson trade. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not Jack Johnson trade, Jack Johnson signing. But at the same time though, I mean looking at this guy, he's only twenty seven. So the odds there's are a chance that, to do it again. He, there's a chance he could do it again, plus it, it's not like we're gonna rely on him to be a Start a top six player on this team. Like this is merely a depth role for the guy. San Jose kept Tim Meyer four years. Okay. Um, Capo Caco's new lineman is Breedman. Line mate Breedman to the Rangers. I don't know what that. Okay. Means. Breadman. Oh, Breadman. Oh, that's Artemi Panarin's uh, nickname. Breadman. Breadman. Okay. Yeah. Bob splits with Breadman and heads south. Newest Florida Panther. Sergey Bobrovsky going to Florida makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, well, there's because no ice in Florida. The main reason that it makes no sense is because the Panthers, they, first off, Bobrovsky signed a seven-year contract worth $10 million a year. They just drafted a goalie named Spencer Knight, who was the starting goalkeeper for the U, for the U.S. junior Fuck team. Fuck that. He should be on the Golden Knight. If your name is the team name, you should have to play for them. <laughs> Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, For AJ Green to the Packers. But okay, I don't hate that. I don't hate that actually. Andrew Luck to whatever team Las Vegas gets. <laughs> so the Vegas, so the Raiders. Then. Yep. God, think about it. There's something there, Greg. I I can see it. I can see it now. But yeah, I uh, that one really really threw me off. I think Mike that was Trout a- to the Marlins. Oh, that'd be you good. You keep you keep talking about NHL free agency. I'm gonna keep coming up with names. All right, that's fine. No, uh, Spencer Knight. He was drafted. He was the highest drafted goalkeeper in, I believe, a while actually. And the fact that they decided to sign another goalie to a seven year contract makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think they just decided, fuck it, we haven't had a good goalie in forever. Let's get two and show them or something like that. But no, it's gonna blow up in their face. Although I will say, Can't I think, think Bob will have a couple. Names. I think Bob will have a couple good years in Florida before night's ready. But Cream Hunt to the Jaguars. <laughs> or the, I mean, him and the Chiefs, I guess they hunt. Yeah, the Chiefs do hunt. This is tough. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, uh, so that's my feel about uh, Bobrovsky. Although, I did see uh, uh, Joe Pavelski got uh, a three-year contract. Debo Samuel to Boston. Sam Adams. Oh, that's good. That's a good thank one, you, actually. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Joe Pavelski going to uh, the Dallas Stars three-year contract, I believe $7 million a year. Um, not a bad pickup. He was the Sharks captain for the longest time. Still a very solid player. Um, I don't know if he's... Derek no. England, England. <laughs> the English, what, national team or something? No, just England. They just <laughs> get him. Uh, Matt Duchesne will be hitting up the open mic nights in Nashville. Oh, yeah. He, uh, Matt Duchesne signed a seven-year contract with the Nashville Predators for, I believe, eight mil a season. Kind Nick of a- Foles to the Bengals, because they're Foles. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Um, no, that's a good pickup for them. Uh, they just clear up cap space by getting rid of P.K. Subban. Um, they definitely needed some depth on their uh J.J. Ford- Watt to the Chargers. <laughs> that there was good. Go. That thank was you. good. Thank you. That was great. Oh man. Um, no, that's a <laughs> that's a great pickup for them. Um, I, and it's a fair contract too. It's very much of a bargain for Nashville. Actually, I think Duchesne wanted to go to a situation that he could have a chance to win a cup, and that's clearly one. That's a good fit for him. Bot Botterill's writing hands is going. I don't think Botterill's. Writing hands, no D, is going to wear out with Gilmore, Laser, and Del Zotto all inked. It's the Sabres. What the? F- yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. Josh is drunk. Josh, you uh, need to calm down, man. Uh, is that good? Question mark. Dallas just picked up two T.O. Mm-hmm. Proven playoff performers. Yeah, Pavelski and... <laughs> yeah, but uh, he said two. 
Oh, damn it, Josh. Uh, they got Pavelski and Perry, which I love. Yeah, Corey that. Perry was a, was a fun pickup. Uh, Those are both really good guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Perry got bought out by uh, Anaheim, I think, because he still had some time on his contract and he was getting up there in age. But if you can get him on like a short-term contract, that's a good fit for a team that needs better in depth and scoring, Ooh. too. Artie Burns, or not Artie Burns, uh, Burns the hockey player, yeah. Calgary Flame. Wait, what? No, no, th- we're playing the name game still. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Woo! I just thought Brett Burns got traded to Calgary. I was like, what the hell? Nope. <laughs> Burns needs to be on the flames. Holy crap. <laughs> Sorry to scare you, Greg. That was oh, funny. Oh, God. That would be one of the dumbest mis- mistakes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> For who? For the Sharks are getting oh, rid of yeah, the yeah, best yeah. player. God. Is he their best player? Isn't he a goon? Burns is their best player. He's a goon, but he's also like a great defenseman. So he's like the guy in goon too. Yes, really good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll go that route. He's kind of like the guy in goon too. That's cool. Um, so let's talk baseball, Greg. Your 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 uh, All Star Weekend's coming up here. My All Star Weekend is coming up here. Uh, Josh Bell did not get the starting nod, unfortunately. He missed uh, oh. by it was by one percent. If Who I got remember. it. Uh, uh, Freddie Freeman from the uh, Atlanta Braves. Why? Okay, so Dre sent out a tweet a little while ago. Imagine voting for Freddie Freeman if you live outside of Atlanta. Do you agree with that? Like, honestly, no. I, I don't understand Bell not being over Freddie. Yeah, I, I think it came down to the fact that um, I think it just came down to the Braves were having a better season. So that's just kind of unfortunately where a lot of voters kind of get their opinion from. Although. Although I I did touch on this on Hodo last week is that the new like system that they have for voting I love which is the way that it's set up now is that you instead of voting from every single player from each team per position and then they get selected it's the top 3 vote getters and then they go to an election night thing where everyone in the country votes for just those 3 players hmm. so it's kind of like it's not so much, and this is one of the things that made me angry about the All-Star game in the past. It was kind of like guys would get voted in based on their name instead of merit. Yeah, and you talked about Derek it was, Jeter. It was, it was the Derek Jeter there. concept. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like it'd be like Shaq getting in all those years when he barely contributed much in the NBA. So, But the new, the new mindset I love because there are so many guys that were voted in that were first or second time guys that absolutely deserved it or guys that may not be bigger names, yeah. but they really did like play great this year because when you vote online, it shows you the stats right there. So it's very, very easy. Uh, so you to, go in there and you're like, well, he has better stats. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you, I base it completely off of stats, and I feel like the voting this year was excellent based off of that just for that reason alone. Yeah. Even though I still think Josh Bell deserves it over Freddie Freeman. That's I think a lot of people do that too. Oh well. Um, so give me some other names. Uh, so guys that made it on their first year ballot too. Uh, Cattell Marte, second baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks, having a great year out there, especially offensively. Nolan Arenado uh, signed a monster contract in the offseason. He got um, his, I believe, his third All Star vote this year. So good for him. Uh, Ronald Acuna, I was very surprised, got the nod for the third outfield spot behind Cody Bellinger and Christian Yelich, but I get it. I mean, the Braves are pretty popular down there, so I feel like they kind of stack the yeah, that's fair. up there. Uh, with the American League starters, there's a lot of guys on here who are having great years who got in either first or second ballot. Uh, DJ LeMahieu was a... Uh, you know, a free agent bargain pickup by the Yankees, and he's the starting second baseman. Jorge Polanco had a really bad year in Minnesota last year and is playing at MVP levels on probably the best team in the American League right now, yeah. and he got voted in. Um, Alex Bregman, third baseman for the Astros, is having a great year too, especially because Altuve was struggling and Springer was hurt most of the year. Uh, Mike Trout, obviously, isn't it? I mean, there's just <laughs> no denying that. Uh, I am surprised Michael Brantley Got in another. Did you see Bo Bennett got signed? Really? By who? The Coyotes. Sorry, I'm 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 just looking at. Oh di- yeah, I, I I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's okay. I haven't been keeping up to date with NHL free agency, so I'm not today. The other one that I love and I wanted this guy to get it, and I disagreed with Dre about it, but I'm glad I was right on this. Hunter Pence. Yeah. Made, the, made the DH spot for the American League. This is a guy who signed a minor league contract with the Rangers because people thought that he had nothing left to give, and he has been the catalyst for probably one of the 
most underrated teams in baseball this year in the Texas Rangers. They're not going to win the division, but they'll definitely compete for a wild card this year. So, so I don't know if you saw this or not. Mm-hmm. Tyler Skaggs. Yeah, I got the alert um, when I came back from my car after dropping Sarah off. That's that was very yeah. Very sad. Los Angeles pitcher or Angels, excuse me, Los Angeles Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs died Monday today at mm-hmm. the age of twenty seven. Um, apparently, he was unresponsive at his hotel room, pronounced dead on the scene. Jeez. Yeah. Immediately, like, my mind wandered to... Speaking of the mic, Greg, sorry. Sorry. No, immediately my mind wandered to... Um, this is the second time now that an Angels pitcher has passed really? away. Yeah. First one was uh, Nick Aidenhart. He was Jeez. the top prospect for the Angels for a while. He made his... I believe he pitched one game and then uh he and then he passed away a couple days later i didn't i don't remember the full story about it or whatever but it was a couple it was i believe five six years ago um so now this is the second angels pitcher to pass away i i don't know the entire story about what happened god only knows what what it could have been um but it's sad to see something like that too especially so young at 27 yeah i mean, I mean he's born in 91 so that always hits i mean i'm 27 so man. close yeah yeah so that that's kind of scary to think about on that part but on a lighter note greg the home run derby i, I, did, I do want to talk to you a little bit about that i have not seen the actual lineup for that so i need to pull I'll that pull up. up and i am yeah and i am going to be probably cheating on my phone so i'm kind of happy about that um, i do enjoy that vlad is in it the the open run derby is so much better now because now they do a thing where they do a bracket and then the winner gets a one million dollar paycheck, which is awesome because the majority of the guys that are probably in the home run derby do not make a million dollars a year. So let's go through. I'll name them off for you, Greg. The current field. Okay. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Love it. Carlos Santana, not the guitar player. Okay. And then obviously because of the home crowd. Yep. Back. Pete Alonso from the Mets. Yeah, he deserved that too. Christian Yelich, my favorite player. Okay. Josh Bell, my favorite player. <laughs> Excited for that. <laughs> and uh, Ronald Acuna from the Braves. Okay. So the remaining two Derby spots are to be announced. Ooh. But here are the rumored guys. Wow, there's a lot of them, man. Okay. Here's the rumored guys. Is that outside? Yeah. Oh, boy. Hold on. Pause. Sorry Gosh. about that. Sorry, we have the window open because it's kind of hot in here. So, yeah, it's bound to happen. We love the new studio because of the space, not so much because yeah, of the ventilation. The winter. Yeah. Um, so the guys that are rumored, Cody Bellinger. Okay. Joey Gallo. Oh, that'd be fun. Aaron Judge. Wow, okay. All right. I don't hate that. <laughs> Keto Marte. That'd be cool. Just because he, he just got in his first year, so that'd be fun. Shoei Yatani. Okay. Hunter Renfro. All right, he's having a decent year. Fran Mill Rays. He's having a breakout year for the Padres, actually. Luke Voit. Luke Voit. Voit. Yeah, he was an all-star snub for the Yankees this past year. He's having a good year, too. Gary Sanchez. I don't hate that. He had a breakout year for them. Been a big help in that lineup, especially when Judge and Stan were both injured. And this gentleman declined. Who? But he remains open to taking part in the Derby in the future, and that is Mike Trout. Ah, uh, he'll never do it. I mean, it's the same with LeBron. I mean, there's no point for him to do it because the I Hummer feel Derby, like it ruins your swing. And if the All Star Game was ever at Angel Stadium, he might consider it. I think he'll wait till his career of being the best is over. That's like I. That's like Bryce Harper probably wouldn't do it until it went uh, back to Philly. Until it went back to Philly, which it's supposed to in 2026. Have I we believe. ever hosted? Yeah, we hosted in 2004. Okay. I wasn't living downtown then. <laughs> I was a child. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, the, I mean I, I'm picking Yelich. I, man, I don't know. There's a lot of good options there. I feel like I feel like Pete Alonzo would probably try to put on a show. Just because, Yeah, just because. Rookie, first baseman, lighting the world on fire with his homers. That'd be fun. Um I don't know who I would want for the other two spots. I would like to see Bellinger, I think, and then Oh, Joey Gallo would be fun. Yeah. I'm not yeah, I would want Joey Gallo because he's been hitting bombs in Texas this year. So yeah, I would go Gallo and Bellinger as my last two picks. I would go. I don't know. I, I like Bellinger. I'd probably put him in there. I don't know much about Gallo. Mm-hmm. Um if I had to go from the list in front of me, I'd probably throw in Joey Otani. Alright. I don't believe 
that he's been invited or anything, but I just like him. Yeah, I don't think he made the All-Star team this year. That's another thing, too. I don't necessarily like the idea of giving home run derby spots to guys who aren't All-Stars. Really? Yeah, I, I kind of think it takes away a little from him because, I mean, you're going there just to hit home runs, but yet you're not participating in any of the All-Star activities because you're not an All-Star. It's just like, yeah. it, it's there's no point in going to me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like that's probably one of the reasons that Bryce Harper wasn't picked because he's not an All-Star. Ooh. Why is he not an All-Star, Greg? he's not having a good year. <laughs> is he really having a bad year or is I don't it a bad say year for Harper? Bad year for Harper, I'd say. I don't have his numbers off the top of my head, but he hasn't necessarily been lighting the world on fire as he should be based on the contract he has. Yeah. Man, it, uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, what about Machado? Machado? Has he lived up to it? Uh... Early on, no, but I will say that he's starting to come on slowly with his team, and also he's got the Padres in a wild card potential clinching spot, so there is that. The wet, the division is unwinnable just because the Dodgers are ridiculous, yeah. but I, I, they've been staying competitive, and they have a very, very young team, so I'll give him credit. He's been the catalyst for the offense the last couple of weeks so he's trying to get it up there so i will say he is at least trying bryce yeah. harper not so much yeah bryce harper's a different animal yeah um so let's get off that not it's too- like it's oh, like yeah. with bryce harper when he's hot he is hot and when he's cold he's cold yeah that's, that's true that's kind of how he is it's like he's very streaky so let's get off baseball okay Unless there's anything else you want to talk about. No, I'm just proud of the fact that this is a good amount of baseball we talked about yeah, today. It's All-Star Weekend. I love the home of Derby. All-Star Weekend I, is going to be fun. Actually, I think there should be more competitions in baseball. I'm not saying, like, I think there should be a, uh, I think that there should be, like, a curveball competition where the ball has to go above a line and then below a line. Oh, that'd be fun. And be a strike. That'd I mean, fun. obviously, you worry about pitch count and the arms yes. and things like that. But if it's more, I think if it's more technical, mm-hmm. it's better than like fastest pitch. Like if you have a like, which way does a slider go? Right to left. Um, depends on the pitcher, but uh, yeah, it should. If you're like a right-hander, it should go from right to left. Like yeah. I would really like to see like a, a, just like basically a wooden wall. That the pitcher, and it's like twice the size of a baseball, okay. but you have to fit the ball through that. Like, you know what I mean? Like a, okay. like a horse, but oh, with pitchers. Okay. okay, okay. I would love to see, um, I don't know. I mean, a fly ball competition I think would be funny if you got to sprint across. To see who like has to do like a, the best diving catch maybe? Yeah, or 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 okay. have a wall, and it's kind of like the high jump. <laughs> who can catch the ball over the wall. Okay. I mean, I feel like that would be like one of those things where it's like dangerous because you could like... You know, put a mat under it, break something or whatever for our enjoyment. It's not a big deal. All right. Maybe like maybe a stolen base competition fastest to run the bases or something like that. Or yeah, maybe I don't know. Run down, run down, dude. Oh, be fun. A game of rundown with the world's greatest. (laughs) That would be insane. Yeah, that would actually be a lot of fun. What else? Give me some other like baseball things. (laughs) I mean, I really think there should I think they should have a wiffle ball game. I think that would be funny. A wiffle ball home run derby for like, for, oh, ooh, ooh. What? So the home run derby is obviously the best hitters, right? Right. There should be a wiffle ball home run derby for pitchers. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> and Otani's not allowed to participate. <laughs> that'd be great. I mean, you would have to like bring, you would have to like build like an, an extra like wall out there just to be yeah. like shorter for it. Like they do for the celebrity all-star softball game. That'd be oh, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be fun. I would actually really, really like that. That's a good idea. Um, I don't know what else for baseball, though. Mm. I mean, I remember when I when I played Little League, one of the things that we would have to do in, like, at the end of each practice, like, we would have two guys, like, at home plate, and then when the when our coach said go, one of us would run down first base and then try to circle the bases. And the other one would run down third base and try to circle the bases. And it'd be like, we would yeah. have to like try to beat each other yeah. as we all cross it. I think that'd be fun. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would like a dirt kicking competition by managers <laughs> who can, <laughs> who can uh, also I'd like, I'd like a manager competition who can quickly pick up all four bases and go home with your bags. I would like to do kind of like a dunk contest, rule where you have judges but you would have managers giving the best potential tirade in a certain amount of time 
Yeah. Ooh, I would love that. State your case in 30 seconds. Yes. Screaming. That'd be fun. I would like to see a uh, water jug destruction. Like, basically, <laughs> like... Um, like, like, like when, uh, like when Sean Rodriguez punched it, yeah, 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 like but with a bat, with a bat, with a bat. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's like, can you destroy all the water jugs in the field and you run out? I mean, these are obviously <laughs> all funny. These are all funny, but like, it's definitely ones that like, it would take some like real, like it, it would take some creative people to get behind or like someone who would be willing to like be all tongue in cheek about it. I like they're great, the great ideas though. So let's switch over. All right. Um, did you watch any of, and I doubt it, which because you were on vacation, yeah. of the U.S. team play Caruso yesterday? Carousel, excuse me. Uh, no, I um, I did not turn the TV on once in my hotel room, and the only thing I got was uh, just an update on the score. I actually missed who scored it, So too. it was Christian Polishik assisting to uh, McKinney. Okay. Which it was unbelievable goal. Mm-hmm. But the team, so Tyler Boyd was offsides, lost a couple balls. Michael Bradley played exceptionally well for once, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, Zimmerman, unbelievable. Yep. Long had a great game. The team as a whole, though, was bad. Really? And it mm-hmm. was more one of those games where they absolutely played down. To competition? Yeah. And it, it, Stefan saved us. I mean, Stefan kept us in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have had a couple goals. Polishik should have scored, but it just didn't happen. The game yeah. was in Philly, so he wanted to score in his home state. Well, this is um, one of those things where they cannot play down to their competition, considering no. the team they're playing against next is a team that beat them. Jamaica. Yep. Yeah, we got to win that one, and then we play either Mexico or uh, Haiti. Haiti. Thank you. Yeah. Which uh, that which that surprised me. Haiti beating Canada. Yeah. Yeah. That really threw me off when I saw. Personally, that. I, I just I think we need to. Uh, if we don't win this next game, this whole thing was a disappointment, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I mean, would you go into this if they lose to Elstree? Would you be disappointed, or would this be like one of those things where it's like, okay, this is a young team? I mean, no, I'd be dis- if we lost to Jamaica, that is a failure. Okay, we have too many good young players. We have too much talent. We have too good of a coach. We have too deep of a bench right now. What if we lose to Elstree in the final? One game at a time, but if we lose to Elchery, I'm okay with it. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were saying lose the next round. No, no, no. I meant um, like if we actually let's be- let's beat Jamaica first. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that that's so sad that we have to like worry about this. Like, meanwhile, if we're watching the U.S. women's team, oh yeah, I already made a bet with the guy, the English guy from work. Okay. And that was door or the day before we played um, Sweden. Okay. Was it Sweden? What? In the- no, Sweden, and Netherlands, on the other side. Who did we just beat? Was it? Did we play France yet? It was France. You're right. Yeah. Oh, we already. Oh, we beat France two one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we beat France two one. We're on to play England. And someone called me out for jinxing, and I said there is no jinxing this team. (laughs) I said this is the best team at their sport. Yeah. Across the board. Are we in? Is it semifinals or is it semi? Oh, semi. So we play England, and then Sweden, Netherlands play, and then the winner plays Sunday. Okay. Which I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean those. That's they're the greatest soccer team on the planet when it comes to um, female sports, and they. Are killing it. I mean, Rapino's having a class year. Don's having an amazing year. Alex Morgan's a tremendous as always. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the longevity these players have. Toby and they're doing Heath, it with Carly Lloyd. They're doing it with class too, which is which is not something that you see too often. Yeah, I even mean, the in the thirteen, the eleven, twelve, whatever it was, nothing game. They did celebrate, but at the same time, this is embarrassing if they don't run the score up. In right. my opinion, but even in that game too, like they weren't necessarily you know, rubbing it in the faces of Thailand either. Like they were being like classy about it and everything. So I can give them some credit for that. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about that is the whole, like they're being disrespectful thing it, no. it, in all seriousness. It's more disrespectful for me. If I'm losing to a team nine, nothing and they're passing the ball around doing nutmegs, not attack. Like I would much rather you come at me so I can make a few saves and, and shit like that. Right. At least like put in effort to like say that I tried that's yeah, some, exactly. That, that's that's what I feel like we need to get past too. Yeah, agreed with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so let's get off soccer. Do you want to touch on your dynasty draft? I do draft want to right touch now? on my dynasty draft. Yeah, that's what I figured you wanted to lean towards. <laughs> um, we're not going to get too 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 much into it, guys, because I know I don't believe that anyone wants to hear about your fantasy team other than you. But with the dynasty draft, it's a little bit different for me. It's it seems a lot more fun. I feel like I need to get involved in one of those. It is a blast, but it's uh. It's one of those things where, like, right, like we're doing. Everybody has twenty four hours to make their pick, which is a good way to do it in a sense because you have no idea um, how long it's like, how long it's going to take or whatever. Right. It's just one of those things. Um, 
let's get over. So the Dynasty Draft, it's my Kiski League. And this is, or not, I guess it's Kiski and a mix-in of other guys. Wait, is this the one that, um, wait, is this the one that you usually have the league meeting where you uh, decided to go in a suit one time? No, no, no. That was so. That was the Kiski League. This is the Kiski Dynasty. League. I know it's very confusing. I'll call this yeah. the Dynasty League. All right, but I wanted to express where it was from. Hmm. So this is the Dynasty League. I have a Kiski League with a bunch of guys from high school, but this one has a bunch of them mixed in. But this is more like guys that are not that that league doesn't take it serious, but right guys that take it serious. So to let you guys know, I had the twelfth pick because I won last year because I'm awesome, and because this idiotic team let me have. Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Patrick Mahomes. Ugh. So, and Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry. I won't go on forever. Morons. Um, so, number one pick, Josh Jacobs. Number two, David Montgomery. Number three, Miles Sanders. Number four, DK Metcalf. Number five, Nikhil Harry. Number six, this guy traded back in. He's the guy that has DK Metcalf. He got TJ Hawkinson, then went Kyler Murray, Miko Hardman, AJ Brown, Paris Campbell, Daryl Henderson, and then my pick. Took Marquise Hollywood Brown. I, I don't... I feel like I feel like a lot of people overthought their picks. Yeah, like the Miko Hardman one to go before Paris Campbell and AJ Brown was interesting. Yeah, because you don't you you know they drafted Miko for that role, but no one is Tyree Kill. Right. I don't mind the AJ Brown Paris Campbell that guy traded back up for it, and it was different for me. Dre took Henderson because he's a huge Todd Gurley fan. Yeah, I don't hate that pick. Um, but then after Marquise Brown went JJ Arcega Whiteside Noah Fontipo Samuel. So if I'm looking at everybody left, there are nine picks until I'm up again. Mm-hmm. How many rounds do you get for a dynasty? Five. Five? Okay. Yeah. Um, the reason we did that is like we, we just did five. And, and the thing is, you gotta you got to understand, um, we take these rookies, and then we look at our rosters, and we have to cut all the guys to have our typical rookie list. And my team, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but is, is pretty heavily successful for the future right yes i won the title last year but i also have guys like lamar jackson mason rudolph christian kirk Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of guys that are i mean i have um geronimo allison anthony miller like a bunch i diddy westbrook like and these are all bench guys right so guys that are available still so there's like nine picks like i mean andy isabella is still there you look at guys like devin singletary who i just tried to trade back into for damon harris hakeem butler irv smith jr deontay johnson you look at Jalen Hurd and Miles Boykin, Bryce Love, Dwayne Haskins. There's so much talent in this, and I hate when people are like, oh, I don't know who to pick. And I, I don't mind that, but there's a pick that I'm excited to sleep on, mm-hmm. and it's Kelvin Harmon. There wow. is no other receivers in Washington. I'm yeah. waiting. I'm going to let him slide to the third round. I don't think anyone's going to think of him. Like, there's, it, it cracks me up when people look at their draft and think it's a hard thing. Like, guys, I can't stress this enough. The draft is the best part of fantasy football. Right. By far. This mm-hmm. is a little bit different because this draft is only five rounds, but the draft is the best part. Mm-hmm. Now, for your dynasty thing, are you able to, once you set your roster, that's it? You can't make any changes to it? No. Oh, you can do added and drops and all that yes. stuff? Yes. Uh, because I, I would want to do it. If, like, if I have dynasty, like those are the only guys I'm allowed to have. Why do you like that? I don't know. I just feel like the idea of you having a deep roster like that, like you even just pointed out all the running backs and quarterbacks that you have, there shouldn't be a need to do an ad drop. in. No, this. but but here's what it comes down to. There's a bunch of guys on the corner of my bench that I've been swapping out for rumors, and mm-hmm. trades are a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the pull for ad drop is pretty small because mm-hmm. we just started last year. Right. Um, but with this influx of guys, other teams are going to be dropping other guys, so it's it's there. And we tried to treat it as we as well. Like so, it's not it's not snake. It's linear draft. Okay. Um, so we try to treat it as close to the real NFL as we could. Okay. But no, I mean, I'm I'm definitely about to try to uh, get. Devin Singletary, because Buffalo's a giant shit show. Yeah. So give me that one. That's actually a very, very valid point. Um, Yeah. No, I'm excited. I mean, who would you take in that situation out of the guys? Out of everyone that you just listed? Yeah. um, I mean, I'll give you the main ones. Okay. Andy Isabella, Devin Singletary, Damian Harris, Hakeem Butler. Those are the guys that I'm seriously considering if they're there. If not, we got a conversation to have. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Hakeem Butler just cause. Well, but then again, Andy Isabella though. I feel like might get more looks in Arizona actually with that offense. Well, I, I the the only worry that I had, and this mm-hmm. is again a personal issue. I love Andy Isabella. You love him. His route running is amazing. Mm-hmm. I have Christian Kirk. Yeah. And personally, I like Hakeem Butler better, just because of his big body. Are you not a fan of having guys from the same team on your roster? Um. 
that's a tough one because I don't think that there's any issue with it. And if anything proved that it was the Jets offense with Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd almost rather the chance of having two wide receiver ones on two different teams than a wide receiver one, wide receiver two on the same team. Okay. So that's fair. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. I mean, I got Marquise Brown on the 12th freaking pick, so mm-hmm. all is good with me. But that's all the thing, too. It's more people that are, like, overthinking their drafts and are kind of like, yep. Ooh, who are they, who's going to, like, fit in perfectly instead of, like, I mean, you. I feel like the idea of basing a draft around where they were picked might be a good idea because it's like if we saw it after this guy so much, then the odds are we're probably going to try to use him. Yep. But I understand the, the other concept too of like they're overthinking guys and trying to look at, okay, who are hidden gems that are most likely going to be the perfect plug-and-play guy that's going to get the majority of the reps based on their team. Yep. Well, Greg, we're over an hour, and I'm going to let you go because I'm going to eat food because I'm starving. I need to unpack and I need to shower because <laughs> I am a day behind on shaving and I'm very itchy right now. So. Oh boy. All right guys, yeah. thanks for tuning in <laughs> to Tubers Deep. We'll be back Thursday for the live show. Oh, we're doing a live show on 4th of July. We are not doing a live show on 4th of July. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'll text you. We'll talk about it. Maybe right. we'll do it Wednesday or something. Fair enough. Well, now thanks guys for tuning in. We'll catch you later. Peace out. Peace out.